Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Also, follow us everywhere on social at DIY Money Podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to check out the video on YouTube. We've got some awesome bonus content there. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. We're shaking, Daniel. It's a beautiful day. It's such a good feeling to know you're alive. It's such a happy feeling. It's hot. It has been brutal. Has it it ever not been hot this summer? I feel like we've gone from hot to hotter to back to hot, more hotter. I my garden is terrible. I actually just want to plow it over. It feels like a desert here in Kentucky My and most of the South. Tomatoes have given up. Cucumbers are like growing like they're they look like they were touched with some kind of scientific project. They're not even they don't even look normal. Yeah. Every now and then during the summer we'll get those like crisp mornings where you're like, "Oh, mm. this isn't so bad." And then it gets really hot in the afternoon. I feel like we've not had those. It's just been at all. Sticky mornings followed by boiling afternoons. Yeah. I don't know. What do you do? You ride in your garage. I ride in the garage, so I'm well aware of the morning temps. Uh, I keep on my training notes because uh, after every ride, I kind of fill out a ride report, kind of keep track of how I'm doing. So I do the starting temp in the garage and the finishing temp in the garage and the humidity just so I can track how that's affecting my heart rate. And let's just say heart rate's a little up in the past month or so. Yeah, it's warm. All right, we're going to go right into our questions this morning because after a long drought of... DIY money for kids. I think we've had two. Which I really, so that's a pretty long track. I really thought I really thought this would be something that would take off. I was like, this is going to be great. We're going to get kids sending in audio files. We'll send them stock. The parents will love it. Wah, wah. I mean, we got nothing. Nothing. Well, we got the, two. It is still a thing, though. And now so a third. If you are interested and you have a minor in your household who is intrigued by finances, the market. I don't care what the question is. I got this question yesterday, and it's boom. It's being recorded today. Uh, That's how how passionate I am about young people getting involved in finances. So uh, long ago, we had – it was actually a young man uh, named Charlie. His his idea, uh, he he gave me the idea for it. We had had a previous one, but – it didn't, I don't know, I guess I was thick-headed. It didn't stick with me. This one, I was like, oh, my goodness, we could do a kid's version, yada, yada. But anyways, uh, Charlie sent in a question, and we got the idea of instead of sending him a $25 Amazon gift card, we would send him $25 worth of a, a gift card for stock. Uh, and I think it's, is it stockpicker.com we use? Do you remember? Stockpile. Stockpile. Yeah, stockpile.com. We buy a gift certificate or a gift card. And uh, I don't know what the process is thereafter. It's, you know, can't be any harder than government website opening and buying an I-bond. Holy cow. Tried to do that for an LLC That's like the bar of, uh, you know. I'm getting a blood test tomorrow so I can make sure I put the right answers on my questionnaire for my new LLC I-bond account. Anyways, it's a pain. But uh, nonetheless, we'll, we'll always take those questions. We'll put them on. We will send a release. So if you're out there going, well, wait a second, they're putting young kids... Questions, audio questions on the, I don't know, what, what, what would that do? I mean, come on. 
you're not. This is such a weird world we live in sometimes. Oh, I don't think I'm a lot dumber than you thought that I think that I thought I was once. But anyways, we will send you a release so that the minor can be, uh, you know, the question we can be used on the uh, audio file. So the parent will have to sign off on that. But we got a great one today uh, from a young from a young lady. Uh, I forgot where she was from. Anyways, and, and right now I don't know her name. What's her name, Logan? Do you remember? Okay, this is our new young lady. We don't know where she's from. We don't know her name, but she's got a great question. What do you got? D-I-Y! Hey, DIY Money. My name is Addie, and I'm about to turn 14. I'm a gymnast and have been offered a job teaching preschool gymnastics. I will only be teaching one class a week, so my earnings will be minimal. What do you suggest I do with the money I earn? Would I be better off starting my retirement? saving for college, or something else. Thank you, Quint and Daniel, for taking the time to answer my question. Golly. Addy. Mm-hmm. What? I mean, articulate, just uh, polite. Uh, I, it inspires me. I want to write. I want to paint. I want to sculpt something massive. Awesome. All the crap we see on... Social media, television, radio, all oh, the youth, the blah, blah, blah. And then you get Addie who sends us in. She's about to be 14, and she's got a job. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Rock and uh, rolling. Addie and company. What I mean by that is Addie and mom or parents or whomever is is uh, overseeing Addie's uh, uh, brilliance and, and her uh, future dominance in the world of entrepreneurialism. Um, I'm only going to share, I'm going to share what I've done with my son. My son started working at a local Chick-fil-A at age 14 and I have done a few things, uh, for him. Now, the other thing to, to keep in mind and Addie, you won't have this option. I don't think, uh, I doubt, but the Chick-fil-A where my son works, the owner operator implemented a 401k matching 401k for any and all team members regardless of age, regardless of hours. Now, they have to meet a minimum threshold, but it's not hard to meet. Uh, It's like three months and a couple hundred hours. Uh, And then he allows them to participate in a 401k with a matching option and a Roth option as well. So that's huge. Uh, And right off the bat, when my son was eligible for that, I immediately said, okay, you're putting at minimum 10% of your earnings in there. Uh, and then you'll get the match, et cetera. Now, in your situation, you're not going to have that option. So uh, I'm going to suggest something that, that you know will help and, and be a little bit better. And then I'd love to hear Daniel's thoughts on this. So for my son, what I suggested for him is to immediately start living on a 10-10-80 plan. It's something that my wife and I have always strived to do. It has served us very, very well. Uh, you can obviously alter this for your own you know, personal, whatever. Uh, but the 10, 10, 80 plan in our house is real simple. He will give t- 10% right off the top. So every time he gets paid into his bank account, which, oh, by the way, you're going to need a bank account. Uh, so mom, you're going to have to make sure that you set up a bank account with uh, your daughter or you as custodian or whatever, so she can deposit her paycheck in there, which is actually difficult to do at many banks. My son had to use a passport to open his. Well, that's fantastic. We can put that check in a money market mutual fund with compounding interest and it's gone. 
Uh, what? It didn't do too well. It's gone. I mean, a legit bank account. There's all these kid accounts things, but he want, I wanted him to have a legit bank account. So look around. We use the Federal Credit Union. Maybe there's something in your neighborhood that can allow that to happen. But you want to have them have a legit bank account. So anyways, uh, right off the bat, when that money comes in, you know, $175 or $200 or whatever it is, now he chooses to give right to our church. So he has an account with our, our church online. He logs in. He, it's painful for him, which I think is interesting. Um, well, I, of course it's inter- it's not interesting, but I it's normal, right? So here's a kid who works his butt off, and he gets a $175 paycheck, and then I encourage, a.k.a. make, him send $17.50, more than an hour of work, to our church. Now, why do I do that? Well, I'm a big believer in sort of the boomerang effect of giving, not only of dollars, but of your time and sort of, you know, regardless of your religious beliefs, your faith base, it's irrelevant. I think that we live in a world today, the more you give, uh, the better your life's going to be. And again, you know, that might sound selfish that you give to receive. That's not really what I mean, but... I think for those of you that are out there that understand that principle, I think to instill that in our children at a very young age is critical. So that's the first thing he does. The second thing he does is he has a Robin Hood account. Now, admittedly, I have the Robin Hood account, okay? I have the Robin Hood account, uh, so it's actually in my name, but it is his. So I will transition that to him because Robinhood does not have a custodial account. Now, why did I go with a Robinhood account? I went with a Robinhood account so that he can put it on his phone. He can, you know, see the stocks. He can, you know, watch the money, etc., which he really doesn't care to do, which is fine. Uh, but then I make him, or he decides to do, aka I make him, take another 17.5 or whatever 10% is, move it over to the Robinhood account, and buy a stock. Now, the the actual process of this is I have to deposit $17.50. I then remove that from his bank account, move it back over to my bank account, you know, whatever. Um, and then I have him buy a stock. And I, and I ask him, what stock do you want to buy? I make him buy his own stock. Now, those are the two sort of regimented processes that we go through. Uh, right now, and then he spends the eighty percent, and he bought his own ear pods, uh, which he currently can't find somewhere in our house. So that's status quo for us. Uh, he's bought multiple. He bought a pair of uh, Air Force Ones last year. That was I'm not a shoe guy, but I thought that was kind of cool. And so then he uses it for spending money because I'm a big believer. When our kids get asked to go do something. I don't just hand out $20 or $50. I, I, don't, I never did that as a kid. I'm not going to do that with my kids. So I'm usually saying, well, do you have money for that? And they say, yeah, I do. And okay, then use your debit card and you're good to go. So he uses, you know, he's constantly going out, Dairy Queen, Chick-fil-A, gets a discount. Uh, and he uses that spending money. So he basically eats his money over the course of a year. Fine. Now, the final thing I do for him, and this is what I would encourage you to do, Addy, whether you strike a deal with your mom or you do this yourself, is the end of last year, I took his gross earnings. So he made, I don't know, a couple thousand bucks, and I made a Roth contribution in a custodial Roth on his behalf. Now, I admittedly put that money in there for him. I didn't make him turn around and put you know, additional money. He's already tithing 10%, saving 10%. 
living off the 80. I'm not going to expect him to do that. So I went ahead and did that for him to start and establish a Roth uh, for him for long-term retirement. Now, this is in addition to the custodial account that his mother and I have set up and, and putting away for him. So, Addy, I guess in summary... I would be uh, saving for you right now. I think it's important to uh, open an, an individual account or a custodial account in, in your name uh, and be investing. And that could be for, you know, when you're 15 or 16 and you start your own business and you got to buy some gymnastics equipment or something. I, I don't know. But I think at this juncture, if your mom wants to contribute for a Roth on your behalf at the end of the given year based on your gross earnings, awesome. Uh, but if not, I don't know. I think at 14, I'm not, I mean, I know the power of saving would be amazing for you to do, but I just think you're going to be able to compound that money better if it's there and you need it for, again, another investment or another business opportunity or something along those lines. Daniel, what, what, what say you? I'm interested in your point here because your kids are about to enter the, the age where, well, a few years away, but they're, they're going to be down that road. We're not setting soon. them to work quite yet. Well, they're, they're going to be there before the you know digits. it. So, I mean, what, 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 what say you and your, your thought process there? Yeah, I would get into the habit of putting uh, a certain percentage and a large percentage uh, during the time that you don't have ancillary expenses and so forth into a retirement account, into that custodial Roth account uh, for exactly what you implied, the, the power of compounding for those extra 10 years. Most of your peers are probably not going to open a Roth IRA account until they're in their mid-20s. A lot of them aren't even going to think about retirement until they're in their 30s. So uh, you have the opportunity to have 10 to 15 years, even though it might feel like a small dollar amount, of that compounding is really going to add up over the long run, plus the added discipline. If you spend a decade or so, uh, now I know you said uh, your son was putting a percentage into a you know investment account, but... I think if you can put that away into a retirement account, not think about it, understand that it's you know not uh, not something you're going to touch. If you can do it now when you don't have a lot of those other ancillary expenses, you're building these sort of deep grooves of habits in your life to where later on when you're in your 20s and you go, oh, you know, uh, there's life expenses, there's a lot of things going on. It's going to be a lot harder for you uh, to trim your retirement savings or to pull money out because you've developed this habit over the decade of that's just where you put money. Uh, you, you're going to save it there. You're not going to touch it. You're not going to be overly concerned about it. It's going to be smartly allocated in, say, a target date fund or just a well-diversified investments. And you're you're going to deposit the money in there, invest it, and let it do its thing um, for decades. If you can really have that mindset early on, the sooner that you do that, the better off you're going to be. The power of compound. I mean, one of the biggest variables in compounding uh, is the time period, how long you're getting those returns for. Uh, so even small amounts here, uh, $50,000, $100,000 added there and then compounded is really going to bear a lot of fruit. So that's what, I mean, that's what I would encourage. I think, too, don't underestimate uh, the power. This is both for Addie and her mom. I keep saying her mom because she's the one who sent in the question. Uh, don't underestimate the power of experience and the the leg up you're getting on the investment knowledge you're going to gain. I can tell you that so many people do not fulfill the the opportunities that they have before them due to a lack of experience. We have been seeing this in this current environment. Markets are going through pullbacks. We're seeing a decline, and people are making irrational, poor decisions. 
The ones that are not, <clears throat> they're the ones that have been through this before. They're seasoned. They know it comes with the territory. They know that in order to <clears throat> to try and re- re- receive better returns, they have to achieve risk. So, Addy, when you put your money in those things, in, in index funds or a stock or whatever it may be, and you see it go up and you see it go down, if you can learn over the years that that's part of the process, you are going to be phenomenally successful. I cannot stress that enough. So I don't think at this juncture, yeah, holy cow, put it in a Roth, compound it for 60 years. I mean, all these things are going to be wonderful. But just the reality of learning how to be a business person and a smart investor at your age, bravo. That is huge. That is going to be well, well worth the price of admission. Okay, great question. We're going to send you a $25 gift card to stockpile.com for you to get started on your stock investing journey. And Addy, keep up the great work. Check in with us periodically. We'd love to to hear how your gymnastics uh, business is going. And uh, again, just continue to to pursue uh, learning, especially in the investment world. And thanks, Mom, for sending in that question. All right, friends, remember the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make, invest the rest, and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.